Welcome to the Empowered Global Women in Business podcast. I am Elle Ballard, a bicultural woman, mother, wife, and entrepreneur. In this podcast, I will help you navigate entrepreneurship as women of the world, a multinational bicultural woman. I will interview female business owners navigating the cross-cultural dynamics of building a business sustainably ethically and in community. In this raw and real conversations, I will explore what it's like to build a business authentically and on your own terms. If you are a multinational woman and ready to build a business authentically while maintaining your uniqueness and individuality, welcome to the Empowered Global Women in Business podcast. Hi everyone, happy Friday, or Friday today. Um, Il Ballard is here with you today on our next podcast episode and I have a special guest all the way from Houston with us today, Daphne. Hi Daphne. Hey, how you doing Il? How's it going? Good, good, doing great. Good to see you. Good and see thank you, you for too. taking the time. Oh, please. It was a pleasure. It's great talking to you. A great conversation. Okay, so before we jump on, I want to introduce you properly first. So uh, Daphne is a a recovering life insurance agent on mission to connect 1 million women with their best financial life. Financial independence is a hot topic these days, and there are many different paths to take to get there. Daphne Jones, Marine, podcaster, financial educator, and Bitcoin nerd is encouraging Gen X women to design their version of financial self-dependence. Daphne believes that through tech, investing, and entrepreneurship, Gen X women can grow their wealth. Her podcast, books, and YouTuber channels are the perfect way to share her message and inspire others to take control of their finances. Oh, how timely this topic is. (laughs) Great. Glad I could be of service. Yes, um, absolutely. Uh, So wonderful. I feel like this is an ever evolving evolving topic, but now these days is really getting a lot of attention. This 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 women money dynamics, and um, so my first question that I love to ask is, why? How did you even start doing this, and why did you decide to do this? Mm-hmm. I think they're uh, okay. How did I get started? Um, Followed, you know, kind of the pathway laid down by my, by my parents, you know, went to school, um, stayed out of trouble. I went to the military and then went to college. And I got a job, pretty, pretty well-paying job, right? Because that, that's what we were told to do. Uh, got married, um, you know, waited till I got married to have kids. All that, again, the, the path you follow. Uh, I developed an illness, um, which I couldn't work. Basically, couldn't work. I had a, uh, a disorder. I couldn't work. And within a year or so, 08 hit mm-hmm. of the time that I stopped working. And my husband lost his job also. Mm-hmm. So if you kind of want to see a uh, little bit of panic, uh, led to higher income, well, just, just two wage earners, regardless of the level of income, but just two wage earners, wouldn't the wages stop? And that uh, that exposes everything because paychecks are are do overs. They're a salve. They come in, they fix, they fix stuff, and they cover up 
maybe some mistakes you've made because you've always got a, a, uh, some cash coming in. Mm -hmm. So when that happened, you kind of have to look over as you're in that bit of survival mode. Well, gee, what could we have done better? Mm -hmm. And uh, so that started reading and I got on the self-development kick because uh, I was improving my health at the same time. And so that's where it started. And then how I got to this point with the YouTube channel and the podcast is I wanted to to help others, as I said, to connect, you know, a million women with their best financial lives so that they can figure out their version of uh, financial self-dependence because it's, it's different for everyone because what you may consider a great, your dreams of where you see where you're taking your business and so forth yeah. are a little different from this woman here, but they're both valid. And this is where I want to be, you know? Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I want to be able to send my daughters to college debt-free. Yeah. Whereas someone else may say, no, no, no. I want about 3 million when I'm 65. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that's what that's what I love. Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. I love that. And I love your mission, connecting one million women. I love that. Yes. Uh so yeah. So thank you for for doing that for women. Oh, uh, it's this is, yeah, this is time for us, right? For, for mm -hmm. us to have this this freedom. And and I love how you said freedom, financial. Mm -hmm. Stability, financial freedom looks different for different people, different. Sure. But at the end sure. of the day, what, however it looks for us, I think moving towards that and having that, and in in you know, it's so key, so important. Mm -hmm. It is awesome. So thank you for sharing that. Thank you for sharing. I didn't know that part of your story. So that's uh, um, that that's definitely uh, you know the two thousand eight. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. 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 Um, okay. So I'm going to move on to um, this next question. Um, you know, there are so many beautiful lessons and part of why I love to, to do this podcast interviews, to, to have these conversations with women, because each one of us has our own unique life experiences, aspirations, mm -hmm. and, um, and, and lessons that we learn. So what was your biggest lesson or something you had to overcome when building a life or business as a woman? Uh, focus on the money. Mm -hmm. And when I say focus on the money, it's, it's a view of it, period, short and long term. Uh-huh. And focus on the money and multiple streams of income. I know that's a cliche. You you hear it. And, well, how do you really do that? But if you focus on the money, you begin to understand that you need multiple streams of income. Yeah. Uh, res and respect the streams. Yeah. Uh, often, because as soon as you hear multiple streams of income, you often hear uh, a little shade being thrown at being an employee. There mm. is nothing wrong with being an employee. As a matter of fact, that's how most people do build well. It's yeah. through their their primary, their job. Yeah. And so, and in focusing on your money, what you're doing is, is that you're trying to put the money to work, to waste as little as possible. And I consider waste consumer debt. I don't consider taking great trips you know, getting that tomahawk ribeye, those those are not wastes. Yeah. Uh, now, maybe if you're trying to finance that tomahawk ribeye, it might be a waste. But <laughs> but but pampering yourself is, is not a waste. But to make effective use of the dollars that you're earning. Yeah. 
because yeah. you, you they do have to get to work for you because things peter out even bi- even business owners have to pivot at times so it's not just individuals with w2 or 1099 income absolutely absolutely yeah yeah and i love that and and business building is is yeah it's it's its own animal with its own challenges and a mm-hmm. lot well, burned out too today. Oh, sure. These conversations on you know building business, uh, pivoting during pandemic, pivoting. Uh, oh yeah. Post pandemic, yeah. um, you know how many businesses closed as well? Yeah, um, I love that. Um, definitely for that. Definitely agree with you. Having diversified income um, coming in, and um, you know speaking about the banks, right? Would you agree? Mm-hmm. In different like. The, the recent story was the banks closing, right? Well, we're, we're living in um, what happens when you have just over a decade of loose money. Um, chickens do come home to roost. So, I mean, that's one of the reasons I like Bitcoin, but that, that can be another subject. But it, that's the whole thing. I think Grant Cardone put it best, that you need to make as much money as possible because things go bad. Yeah. And so that's with the multiple streams and different access. And when you focus on your money, you start learning some money basics. You know, you start reading podcasts, YouTube videos. You start getting an understanding of what's going on because Mm -hmm. there are things beyond your control that are going to affect you and control you. Things you never had anything to do with. It was not your idea to have zero percent interest rates for the last 12 years. (laughs) You did not come up with that idea. Elle did not decide to make that decision. But Elle and her daughters and the rest of us have to live in what and what that brought to us. And and now how are we going to navigate this? So again, yeah. that's that's the whole idea about focusing on your money and being financially self-dependent. Okay, now I can figure out something here. I got a rudder. We can figure this out. Yeah. 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 And I, I love that. And I, you know, today it's so interesting to me today, we have access to a lot of the information. Mm-hmm. It's, yes. you know, it's, it's easily attainable, you know, a lot of information out there, a lot of podcasts and, and this knowledge and, and it's time and time is being repeated. Um, and it's interesting how we still, we still are not there. We are moving towards the right direction. There is more, definitely more, uh, money in abundance if we mm-hmm. oh yeah all the money nations worldwide mm-hmm. than it used to be right uh but it's still we are still moving on to that and that takes me to the next question is the money stories is that because of our money stories that we have that we have been telling ourselves that we need to heal, that we need to 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 face, um, and how is that affecting our financial decisions? Oh, well, what, what sure. is, yeah, and what is your money story? Maybe if you wanted to show. Well, um, I know the one that I, that I have to work real hard and still have to go know it's there and then deal with it is the use of credit. Mm. Because yeah. for a long time, I thought credit was money. Credit's not. It's it's yeah. debt, and it's, it's not a great thing, yeah. particularly consumer debt. It's one thing to acquire debt for cash flowing real estate or for a piece of equipment that is going to generate funds for you. You bought a bulldozer. You went in on a, on a truck that you're putting on the road. 
that is very different from buying shoes and purses and taking vacations. Yeah. As I said, I'm not anti any of that stuff. I'm not the, uh, the latte guy. But I really don't want you to finance that. I would, you shouldn't finance your purse habit. Yeah. <laughs> that should be bought with, with cash. And even then, you, you need to choose what version of cash you're using. Are you using earnings or are you using passive income and things of that nature? Uh-huh. So that to me, that's that's the one I had to work with mm-hmm. was that somehow you saw the credit was seen as as a ex, an increase in income. And it's not because it's, it's a drag on income. It's a, it's a oh. drag on what you can put, how you can put the money to work. Many uh, folks grow up money is, was never openly discussed, which led to problems, particularly for us Gen Xers, because now our parents are older. You know, our parents are that silent generation. So the upper end of the cohort, like me, our parents are in their late 70s. Mm-hmm. And even for the guys that, are, that came in in the 80s or so, their parents are still, you know, they're still getting there. They're in their 60s and so forth. And, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, and, and that's going to be a different set of needs. So, and again, money's involved. I mean, money, I keep talking about money focus because money touches everything. Yeah. And it's again to have grown up where it's, it's not discussed that much or it's always a shortage or you can't do this because of the money we don't have enough or it it changes how you ask questions of yourself. It's um instead of saying how can I afford it or how can I do this, you you immediately go to I can't. That's too much or no way. That's not going to work. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to bring in a video editor because it costs. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Can totally totally relate. Totally relate to the to the credit cards. I remember when I just came uh, to this country, I had this you know this this availability to me that I never had, right? Mm-hmm. So you tempted to, oh yeah, I can. So without understanding the full picture oh, yeah. behind it, it's until until I realized what that actually meant. Uh, but it's yeah, it's interesting. Also, definitely growing up, I actually grew up in a communist environment. So okay. everything in regards to money, it's you know having to unlearn things. Um, it used to be, I remember that. If someone bought something cheaper and reselling it, it used to be very wrong. It's oh. almost too illegal, you know those kind of things. Mm-hmm. And when you grew up, when you when you're growing up with these beliefs and these things, <laughs> you know they held you back later on, right? Sure. So, so having to unlearn this, so definitely the the story that we grew up with in different environments. Um, and I love having these conversations always because our, you know, our, the family and I never also had conversations with my parents about money because they just they just didn't know what they didn't know. Mm-hmm. You know, they didn't know how to to give it to me and how to probably manage it themselves. Um, right. and so, and so I love how the times is changing now, and we 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 giving this opportunity, we having these conversations, um, you know, to this topic, to this subject, and uh, women do need to have more because we are, you know, the consumer market is a lot of women, you know, and we we give it to our kids, and it's it's a fact when when woman and she if she is a CEO of the company, she you know she pays uh, their employees as well uh, mm-hmm. uh compared to you know others so it's um 
it's a very diff- it's a very interesting dynamics and there's so much to be said of course and from di- we can talk about this from different angles as well uh taking this conversation you know we touched on the cultural upbringing for for me like where i grew up in a different completely environment completely different environment or the family uh, it's interesting how uh everyone has their own story so I want to talk about, you mentioned parents, right? And, mm-hmm. and my parents are also in their mid-70s. So when we talk about, um, there are a lot of, the, you know, ways, methods to invest and save. And I want to talk about savings versus investing for retirement. And what is the difference um, as well? Well, Okay, let's take a an employee, W two employee, or even a business owner who has set up some retirement plans. So, the basic setup is that you put money in, either pre or post tax, doesn't matter that much, and then you pick the vehicle that's going to help you, that's going to gain interest for you. So it might be mutual funds, ETFs. Some some people do stock, but some type of mixture of that, right? And your typical four hundred one k. Okay, so you're subject to market forces, but then we all are, mm-hmm. okay, and the money's growing, you're putting in the, the correct percentage for your age and so forth, and you're doing the adjusting for the, the, the retirement horizon. But the idea is that at some point you're going to conter- uh, convert those instruments into cash and start living off the cash. You're going to draw. I mean, we're required by law with... Uh, with funds, I think it's I E I S A S S ISRA. Uh, for instance, you have to start drawing. You must start drawing from your four hundred one k funds at the age of seventy two and a half. Mm-hmm. Or they're they're going to tax you like you're drawing the money anyway. So you might as well draw the money. Yeah, it can be a fine or a tax. So then you've converted. So those funds aren't necessarily growing. Ideally, at the same rate they were before you converted into into retirement. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're living off savings. So when I say investing versus savings for retirement, I, I still recommend to clients that you you max the four hundred one k up to your match. You, if they're going to match you up to X amount of dollars a year, do so. It's free money, so that that's fine. And it gets you into the habit of saving and so forth. But again, that in your money mix, that you have something else that generates that that's a multiplier of income, cash flowing real estate, uh, dividend stocks, possibly ownership of a business. And for folks who primarily are workers, who they're not entrepreneurial, they know it. They may be somewhat entrepreneurial within their jobs, but they like having a paycheck and benefits and things of that nature. You can buy an interest in a business. You can buy a business in a box, franchise. Um, you can, uh, like in real estate, if you don't necessarily want to be a landlord, you can be a hard money lender. Mm-hmm. And again, all this, this information comes from focusing on your money. If you getting out, talking, reading. So that sort of thing. So that that's what I mean, savings versus investing for retirement. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. You, you don't want to continue to. Yeah. Savings at some point, it, you're drawing down. 
Whereas investing, you're watching it. You're still watching it grow, still watching it multiply. It's active. Yeah. 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 I love that. And I love sharing all of those things. And I know Bitcoin is probably, could be part of it too. So without going to too much Bitcoin, and I know you are, you have a lot of knowledge when it comes to Bitcoin. Um I don't even know where that stands right now. Well, with Bitcoin, I think the last time I checked in the last few days, yeah. it's at 22,000. 22, okay, so, okay. you know, it's gotten as high as 60. Um, and pre-pandemic, it had gotten down to 5,000. Yeah. So so it's very risky. If oh. why It depends on why you're buying it. Again, that yeah. has to do, like, for instance, if you're in the market, are you simply buying stock, again, to hold, to to watch growth and pull your dividends off? Or are you an options trader? And there's nothing wrong with that because, ooh-wee, if you do that properly, I, I, I follow some folks on YouTube and I've seen and spoken to their students, you can make a living trading options. That's not, don't, I, we don't want to poo-poo that. Yeah. But you, um, what I like about Bitcoin is that it's decentralized, okay? That there is no, there's no one creator that can control it. So you, you get away from the pump and dump schemes where, you know, all these celebrities tell you to buy it. And then, then everybody pulls their money out and, and you're left there yeah. holding the bag. Um, it's the amount of Bitcoin is set. It's 21 million. So they won't inflate the way the central banks have done so with the money supply. Mm-hmm. It's growing in popularity and things you can purchase with it. Uh, and I always say, I'm a, I'm a hodler. I, I buy and hold. I don't, I don't trade Bitcoin. I don't stake Bitcoin is that sort of thing. So mm-hmm. I'm a long, as again, long-term holder. I'm looking 10, 15 years into the future of, of Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. Right. So would you recommend buying little by little and just hold on? Yes. To it? I dollar cost average. Um, okay. don't leave too much on the exchange where you're buying it. Cause that's, that's one of the things that, Self-sovereignty, holding the holding your own Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, to um, because you, you decide how much you want to purchase. Yeah. So I'm not telling saying, okay, base your retirement on Bitcoin. No, no. Right. But I individuals should 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 own some because you're going to learn again. You start learning about what you own. Mm-hmm. Um. As you as you say, you came to the country and you start finding out about financial instruments because the U.S. is a very different animal about financial uh-huh. instruments. They they don't exist. I can't think of too many places that ex- that have stuff like we do. Even the Western nations like Canada or England, that yeah. has quite as many different right. variants yeah. of financial instruments. But as I'm sure as you started to do things, simply because you bought a share of stock or a share in a mutual fund, you start learning about it. You start reading it. You, mm-hmm. When they sent that pr- prospectus to the house, eventually you sat down and you read some of it. And you said, hey, what does that mean? Okay. Yeah. yeah. It does what? What does this mean? Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. That's so that that's the same thing with Bitcoin. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's so true. It is different because I remember. Um, so I had some um, the the accounts in the banks in Europe. Mm-hmm. Those banks, I was so surprised. Even to this day, they don't. They just refuse to do anything online. And so for me <laughs> to even have having, I'm having to call them, and it's so interesting. Um, 
you know, it's, it's, it's different. Um, I was surprised that even to this day, it's that the way that <laughs> I have to email or I have to call literally mm -hmm. to get my money or to transfer my money. So, yes. And, but even compared to, um, some of the things that we can do with Bitcoin, as far as the movement of money, even the U.S. banks are behind. Uh, it, the technology of moving money is lightning, but there there's still artificial constraints on that. Yeah. But I, I do know what you're talking about, because eventually here in the U.S., what opened it up in the U.S. was that one bank started doing it and customers liked it and the other banks had to catch up. Yeah. It was like, okay. Yeah. Okay, they want to they wanna do this. Uh, for instance, uh, Zelle. Mm-hmm. Okay, Zelle came into fruition because the banks saw the popularity <laughs> of Cash App. Yeah. Of Cash App and Venmo. And they were like, hey, wait a minute. We, uh, wait a minute. <laughs> we need to be, we need to get in on that. So convenient. I love it. It is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so if we would touch on really quickly, just briefly on Bitcoin again, do you recommend not keeping it online or you recommend, because I know there are ways from what I remember. Um, and I do, I, I did buy Bitcoin. I need to actually go back and check mm -hmm. and I still have them and I'm keeping them and it's, I, but it's online. Mm -hmm. But from what I remember, you can keep it online and offline. Right, right. You can yeah. keep it. Uh, it's called a wallet. And yeah. it could be a cold wallet, which has no contact with the Internet, except when you actually move your coins onto the wallet. Yeah. And then you have what they call hot wallets, which are like software, which is like on your phone or mm -hmm. on your computer. Mm -hmm. um, so it's just recommended that you just that you just have custody of it. Hot or cold is up to you, which is easier. Uh, you know, cold. I consider cold the best. Yeah, but you can you can keep it in a couple of different places because yeah. some people are still do they actually do business in Bitcoin. Yeah, yeah. So they they want it. It's a little bit easier when it's still connected to the internet. Yeah, yeah. And then maybe that's where we we're still heading to, towards that. Who knows? Because it you know some companies. I was part of the company that they charged in Bitcoin as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's such an interesting topic. Uh, that's definitely worth discussing, I think, and maybe we could have another, <laughs> another no problem. Uh, and if our listeners uh, have qu uh, specific questions or just want to learn more about it, we will post links how to connect yeah, with. Yeah, uh, my link tree. Yeah, yeah, go to the link tree and uh, pick one of the links. I've got a couple of things about Bitcoin there. So beautiful. And what is your link tree? We'll uh it's it's yeah. linktree uh, i could type it in there for you but okay. it's linktree um yeah forward slash the smart money chick that's all one word beautiful yeah so we'll post a link to it we'll post a link on youtube and we'll post a link on our podcast and yes definitely connect with daphne she has a lot of knowledge and i, I always love our conversations when we talk because <laughs> i always learn something new um yeah, and uh, yeah, I love the the just putting light into saving versus investments, and yeah, making sure we are on top of all of that. Yes, God bless. Right. Thank you, Daphne. So we're gonna move on to the rapid fire questions. Okay, and that's what we usually how we usually um, we do this at the end of our podcast, and I have five of those for you. Are you ready? Sure. 
<laughs> awesome. So your favorite book name is? My favorite book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Mm. Love it. Beach or mountains? Oh, beach. Favorite international destination to visit? That I've been to, right? Yeah. Or yeah. maybe you, if, if you haven't, then you maybe uh, you want to go to Seoul, the- South Korea. Mm, okay. Summer or winter? Oh, summer. Okay. And last one, things that you have discovered about yourself recently. I like me. Mm, I love yeah. it. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> Thank you. For uh, yeah, I like what I'm growing into. Yeah, love that. Love that. I love this question because it gets you thinking for a little bit, but it's it's a little bit deeper, but it's it's always such a good question to come back to that and just, yeah, love yeah. your answer. Thank you for playing. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for taking the time to, to, to be uh, today on this conversation. I love this conversation. It's so timely. Um, we are uh, launching our third uh, book on women, money, and uh, energy of life. That's the name of the book, Women, Money, there you go. and Energy of Life. Sounds great. Yeah, so uh, definitely uh, check out our website for that. Definitely connect with Daphne Jones. She knows what she's talking about. We're going to post her links and all about her. And with that, I will talk to you soon.